You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Shevin Nooney and Professor Nate Christian. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? The professor. By the hits with some crossovers here. Woo! Man. Oh, yeah! I know what you're talking about. I get that reference. I get that reference. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Mike, what? what about you? Do you know who the professor is? Sound well since you said crossovers, I'm going to assume that it is a basketball term. Yeah, he played uh, and won basketball. He was the the only white guy on the team. They called him the professor. Oh yeah, I remember watching videos of that guy. That dude, and he wasn't that big either. But I'll tell you what, he was really impressive. You almost wonder why a guy like that doesn't make it to the NBA. But I guess the whole and one thing was just a little bit more for show, wasn't it? Than really, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too much for dough. I mean, he had, he made some dough, but not enough dough. I do like uh, they have some videos of him on YouTube where he'll just go to like random Parks. You know, basketball courts and just completely ball out on people. Yeah, he would do that dressed as Spider-Man. That way no one mm-hmm. knew who he was. And then he would just ball out on people as Spider-Man. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Sean totally forgot about those. Well, guess what, Sean? We are the Dynasty Rewind, so we like to be a bit nostalgic here. Yep yeah there you go um, yeah so one thing that we uh should not be nostalgic about is holding on to players too long mm. so today we're going to be making some tough dynasty decisions we're going to be talking over some buy sell candidates are these guys that we're interested in acquiring or reselling if we don't like the cost you know we're going to go over what we think is a more appropriate price because you know just because a car is one price doesn't mean you're willing to pay for that mm. or truck or suv whatever you want don't care and are there certain scenarios that we're going to go over where a player makes more or less sense for your team we'll throw that in there as well so let's go and get to the first one nate yes <laughs> yes yes mike i know you like going first i love going first we just need a sound drop now where it's just mike pushing a button it says nate so every single inch of it no so i go first See, I don't know if I have anything else on here for Nate. I don't, I don't think you do. I have a Dan Underdog ad that I keep forgetting to play. Mm. Yeah, was, you forgot that earlier. I also mm. have the Bob noise. He loves that one. He does. Like, I like that one too. It actually took me a lot longer to make that sound drop than it should have. But so we'll each just throw in our two cents. They don't have to be, um, doesn't have to be anything to that. Sean, be quiet. Um, so, Nate, we'll start with you. Would you buy or sell DJ Moore? We just touched on him a little bit in the last episode for the 108 in Superflex and per DLF's rookie ADP. Some of the players that are available at the 108 in a Superflex league are Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, and Zach Charbonnet. And he has recently been traded to the Chicago Bears. So as of right now, that is a quarterback upgrade. Unless you think Andy Dalton is in a quarterback upgrade. I don't know what they're going to do in Carolina. You know, why is it that Frank Reich can't, he just can't get a quarterback? Like the NFL is like, we hate you, Frank Reich. You get no quarterback. If he doesn't well, draft one, yeah. I mean, yeah, we have a problem. 
they're just know. gonna i can feel it they're just gonna say no be like you got the red rock get down here red rifle whatever so nate <laughs> what are you doing with dj Moore at the 108 yeah well first of all congrats everyone who placed their bets last podcast that was gonna go first uh the yes. payout's not very good though because the odds are pretty high um so at the 108 at the 108 i think this is pretty good value for dj Moore. honestly you know this is this is really good um i if like it's easy to say it's gonna be team dependent, but in a vacuum, I am gonna take the 108 in this situation because while DJ Moore is a young receiver still, you know he has been around for a while, but he's 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 still like in his mid 20s. He's not you know nearing 30 yet. Mm-hmm. He still has productive years ahead of him. But as much as I love Justin Fields, I think that wide receiver room is gonna be a little crowded where DJ Moore isn't gonna have quite the volume that he had in Carolina. There's gonna be target split between Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney. As, as well as Cole Komet. Sorry, hey, this is a new podcast than the last one. I'm allowed to talk about Cole Komet now. So I'm going to take the 108. I'd rather have Jordan Addison. Um, if I'm RB needy, I'd rather have, uh, you know, Zach Charbonnier, Tank Bigsby, assuming one of them gets uh, close to a workhorse role or a good landing spot. So I am looking to move on from DJ Moore. I think it's a nice landing spot going to the Chicago Bears and being with Justin Fields, but I don't think he's going to be uh, the bona fide number one guy there. Um, like he, he maybe wasn't Carolina at times. I think I'm going to take DJ Moore here, to be honest with you. He is 25 years old, right? Also, he was born in Philadelphia. I did not know that. He only had his second worst season of his career last year, and that was 888 yards and seven touchdowns. I guarantee that's probably, 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 I'm not saying definitely, okay? Relax. Probably better than what Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnston do. And to be honest with you, I like Tank Bigsby. I think there's going to be some good running back value a little bit later on in the draft as well. Not saying guys that are going to be as good at Tank Bigsby, but still, at 25 years old for the 108, I'm willing to make that. And I think that makes sense for contending team or rebuilding team. I mean, through his career, 21 touchdowns, not a ton, but he did have his most touchdowns ever in a season last year with seven which is great on a not very good Carolina Panthers team with terrible quarterback play. So I understand that he's going to have more competition upgrading his quarterback. Chev, as the resident Bears fan, saving the best for last. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I could flip-flop either way on this one. I feel like you've been waiting for this opportunity if you have DJ Moore to possibly trade him for a 108. I feel like you weren't able able to get that really when he was in Carolina just because the QB play was not consistent. But I'm sticking with DJ Moore here. I really like him a lot since he's come out of Maryland. So sticking with him, I really think he can be the wide receiver one there. I mean, if you can't beat out Mooney and Claypool, I mean, I, I have a problem. That trade was not as good as I thought it was if DJ Moore cannot beat those two out. So I'm sticking with DJ Moore. I think he's got a lot of talent. I see hopefully the Bears going some O-line and giving some protection, but – I still think DJ Moore for me is a little more valuable at this point. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. And would you buy or sell Miles Sanders for the 112 in a Superflex? So, again, per DLF's rookie ADP, some of the players available um, at the 112 are going to be again Superflex Josh Downs, Jalen Hyatt, and Sean Tucker. I'm buying Miles Sanders. I've been buying Miles Sanders for the last two years. Last year finally paid off for me. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to do it again. I think he's going to be the workhorse, prove that he could stay healthy. He did get a little banged up down the stretch, but you know what? By the time he got banged up week 18 in the playoffs, fantasy season's already done. I don't care if you get hurt in the playoffs every year. As long as you don't get hurt in the fantasy playoffs, that's all I care about. 
I think he's going to get more receiving work in Carolina. Maybe some mm-hmm. more dump offs. Jalen Hurts just doesn't check down a lot. That's just not the type of quarterback that he is. Some quarterbacks just aren't like that. Sean Watson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jalen Hurts. These are guys that they just don't check the ball down a lot. Jalen Hurts uses his legs. Ryan Fitzpatrick would throw it to the other team. It's just how it works. So I'm definitely going to take him, although I do like Josh Downs. I feel like you could get other guys similar to Josh Downs in this draft, like Zay Flowers. There's going to be – you like Jalen Hyatt, that's fine. You could just get Rackham Jarrett from Maryland later in the draft as well. To me, they're very similar players. Scouted him last night, Nate. I liked him. Sean Tucker, I have a lot of concerns about Sean Tucker right now. He's not testing anywhere. He says he's injured, but nobody knows what it is. Until I know and see draft capital, I'm out. Give me Miles Sanders at the 112. Chev, let's wrap it back around and go to you, and then we'll let Nate go last this time. Yeah, with Tucker, it has nothing to do with his, his on playability. I think we've seen enough, yep. but th- there's a lot of scares. Like, you know, why can't you go test? Like, that's a little worrisome to me. It could be a heart problem. It could be whatever. I'm not going to speculate, but that's a little worrisome. Not getting much info on that. I'm still going with Miles here. I think that's. I think he can bring more value to the table than the guys that were drafting there. I do like Downs, but Hyatt could be hit or miss, and then uh, Tucker. Not sure. So I'm I'm sticking with Miles Sanders here. I Me? am going Miles Sanders as well. You know, this I, is insanity. I know, right? I really like this landing spot for Miles Sanders. You know, yeah, me too. in Carolina, we've seen that they are willing to give the ball to a running back and run the ball. Mm-hmm. And I think Frank Reich's going to be all about that. They're going to have a rookie quarterback likely coming in. If Andy Dalton's starting week one, they're going to be running the ball. And Miles Sanders is going to get a better volume than he got with the Eagles over the, his, his entire career there. I'm expecting mm-hmm. him to have better volume over the next two years with the Carolina Panthers than he had with the Eagles. So... While Sanders might only be a, a top running back, top 24 running back on my team for the next two years, at the 112, I'm going to take that. I would hope to see an uptick in TDs for him, too. I mean, he doesn't have Jalen Hurts there. He doesn't mm-hmm. have, like, a Boston Scott exactly. that's going to take him out randomly. So, I, I agree 100%. I think he has – honestly, if he's given a high workload, which I think he's very capable of in, in that offense and with mm-hmm. the competition around him, I think there's a chance that he could have a top 12 finish, you know, especially if those touchdowns start coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get. I was sad to see Miles Sanders go as an Eagles fan and a Penn State fan, but they were concerned about injuries, so they signed Rashad Penny. So, you know, that makes sense. He'll be okay. Don't worry. He'll be fine. Just, how much would you guys spend on that guy? Like what, three million, something like that? So the entire Eagles running back room is making, I think, like one point two million dollars less than Miles Sanders is making this year. <laughs> exactly. But he did say he would have taken a cheaper deal to stay in Philadelphia. But I just think. The Eagles, they just don't pay running backs. So don't think into it too much. The Eagles do not pay running backs. They do not pay linebackers. That's just how they are. Yep. What if you had Ezekiel Elliott this season? That would be hilarious to me. If You know what? Again, I don't hate players. I hate value. If he's cheap enough, but I just – they don't – the Eagles just don't sign guys like that that are just broken down like – it just make me laugh, honestly, at this point. If he can contribute, like, fine. I think he's a. I think he's a training camp signing somewhere. Personally, dang, that's what I think. But we'll see. Who knows? Still weird. But uh, I told everybody to buy Tony Pollard last week. <laughs> so let's move on. Would you buy or sell Juju Smith Schuster for the two hundred three and Superflex? 
He is now a New England Patriot. And per DLF's rookie ADP, players available at the 203 and Superflex are Zach Evans, Marvin Mims, and Michael Mayer. So we have the worst running back in the class, the best hands, and what many people think are the best tight end in the class. At the 203, Chev, let's start with you this time. Yeah, for me, I want to see Juju on that roster playing before I trade him away. I just I would rather see him be the wide receiver one in an offense rather than be behind Travis Kelsey and try to have production. So I think I'm gonna stick with Juju for now. I can't trade him at this point. I'm staying with him until I see more. I think he could uptick his his value as well. You know, I I'm not a big fan of Zach Evans. I think he's good, but there's a lot he's got to work on. Michael Mayer is okay. Um, I don't know. I know you guys love Marvin Mims, but I don't see him being a guy going at two three. But what I don't yeah. know. I, I like Juju still. To yeah, be honest. I don't think Marvin Mims is going at the two o three. Doesn't seem right to me. But no, it's possible. But, I mean, there's some. There could be somebody that really likes him out there driving his ADP up. It's not me. But I'm going to sell Juju Smith-Schuster for the 203. Okay. We saw Christian Kirk get paid $20 million a year last offseason. Mm-hmm. $20 million a year for Christian Kirk. And Juju Smith-Schuster last year got a one-year deal. I think it was for like 4 or $5, 6000000 million, something like that. And now he gets a three-year deal with New England for $25 million. That's about eight and a half million dollars a year mm-hmm. they're not paying him like he's going to be you know an incredible wide receiver for them you know he might and i think mm-hmm. he's going to look good out of out of the slot there he's going to have more of a consistent role than yeah. he had with kansas city i think there's gonna be a lot more consistency than he had in the last year so i do like this move for him i think it's an upgrade for his fantasy <laughs> but at the end of the day i don't think he has the upside anymore i just until i see it i don't think yeah. he has it i i just i haven't seen it in a, in a while and because of that, I'm going to take my chances with the 203 in this class. I like some of these guys. Um, and Juju, if, if he wants to do well, he can do well off my roster. So I think I'm actually going to stick with Juju here as well. And just looking at the Patriots depth chart, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, the other two starters. And then we have Tyquan, Tyquan Thornton. I think they draft somebody this year. I'm sure they do, but yeah. them drafting people doesn't mean anything. We've seen that. You know, they Until also JSN. Don't do this to me. Um, <laughs> also, looking at their running back room, I didn't know that they signed James Robinson, but that is a crowded room. Yeah. Mondre, James Robinson, Ty Montgomery, Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, and JJ Taylor. Beautiful. But I'm gonna, wow. you know what? I'm okay with paying the two or three. And here is why. I like Marvin Mims. I don't feel that that value is correct. I feel like he should be down a little bit. He should almost be a third-round pick, even though I love Marvin Mims. Um, Zach Evans, good. And I like Michael Mayer, but there's other tight ends that I like better in this class. I like Luke Musgrave better. I like Dalton Kincaid better. And not that I don't like Michael Mayer. I just have guys that I prefer more over Michael Mayer. So mm-hmm. I'm going with Juju here. So we have a couple more for you guys. Um, would you buy or sell David Montgomery for the 207 in Superflex? So he is now a Detroit Lion. And per DLF's rookie ADP, players available with the 207 in Superflex are Kendra Miller, Roshan Johnson, and Tajay Spears. So all running backs. Chev, you're the Bears fan. He played for the Bears. Let's start with you. Yeah, and it's hard because I really do like me some Kendra Miller and some Tajay Spears. 
I think, honestly, you can get more for David Montgomery than a 207. So I'm going to go with David Montgomery, even though I really do like those guys. He's in a good spot. I mean, they just had a running back break the record in their team history for rushing touchdowns. Like, the Lions are doing really, really good things for that offense. They and are. Deep. Like, their team's going to be really good. I expect them to run the football. I think they're going to try to pound that thing. You know, we haven't seen much of DeAndre Swift. For the 207, if you're getting the RB1 in Detroit – I think that's a good thing. So I'm going to go with David Montgomery. All right. Nate, agree or disagree? Also, he signed a three-year, $18 million deal with a potential out in 2025. Agree or disagree? I believe it was just last week when we heard the news live that David Montgomery assigned the Lions. And I said, you know what? Let's go use the 202 and get David Montgomery. So, yeah, I'm going to throw the 207 to get David Montgomery because we just saw Jamal Williams have a great workload with the Lions. We saw him get the touchdowns. I know DeAndre Swift's there, but he's there for one year. And quite honestly, he is not reliable at all. And the Lions don't seem ready to rely on him. They don't seem willing to mm-hmm. rely on him. So I'll take the guy that they actually have invested into at this point uh, more recently. So I'm taking yeah. David Montgomery. I know that he might not make it through the contract there, but I do think we get a solid two years out of him mm-hmm. in Detroit. And I think David Montgomery is a pretty good running back. I think he's a guy that for the 207, I can put him in as my RB3 on my roster. Wonderful. He can do it all. He can catch passes too. He's good. Yep. He can, and you know what? For the 207, even if you have a team where he's your running back too, but you're stacked at wide receiver, I'm fine with that. The 207, guys, don't overthink this. Guys and gals, don't overthink it. 207 is dumb for David Montgomery for all the reasons that you guys mentioned. I love it. Sign me up. All right, so would you buy or sell Tony Pollard for the 109 in Superflex? And again, per deal, that's Ricky ADP. Players available at the 109 in Superflex are... Quentin Johnston, again, Zach Charbonnet, again, so we can see the value here. And Zay Flowers making his way on here for the first time. Tony Pollard was franchise tagged. I will gladly pay the 109 for Tony Pollard. Right now, he's the only running back. He was extreme on, of relevance on Dallas's roster. Forgive me, talk mm-hmm. much. You know. He was fantastic last year, even with Ezekiel Elliott getting – pretty decent amount of work so if he's the guy in that offense they like him i think they try to sign him give me tony pollard for the 109 nate you're buying tony pollard for the 109 right i am not um i I, i'm not not a huge fan of tony pollard i'm sorry um i i like what tony does but when he's given the the full workhorse load (laughs) you deserve that oh my gosh I don't think he's going to be as efficient when he's the the overall RB1. Mm-hmm. And while I'd be willing to pay a little bit later first-round pick for him, I'm not willing to pay the 109. It, sorry. It's okay to be wrong, Nate. <laughs> Knocking stuff off my desk. I, I'm fine with it. You know, I, I honestly, my strategy, if you're not a top running back, I don't want you really, unless you're a value running back. And I don't think Tony Pollard fits either one of those categories, quite honestly. And that's where that's where I draw hard hard lines with running backs. You guys know I hate running backs, so you you do. You know what? You are consistent in that approach. I'll give you that. Yep. But Chev, what are you doing here at the one oh nine? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, I'm looking to trade him for the one oh nine. You know, okay. he's coming off an injury as well. Yep. That's not great to see from a running back. Uh, I think he'll still be fine, but, you know, like Nate said earlier, I'm fine with seeing him being on another team. And if he is successful, great. But I think getting the 109 for him, I mean, he was a guy that you could pick off your waiver wire maybe not too long ago. So 
I think he's a guy that I'm looking to get rid of for the 109. I think that's good value for him at this point, especially an offense that's about to get B. John Robinson. Uh, yeah, exactly, and that's that's what I wanted to bring up is, you know, I have my hard lines if, if you're not a top-top running back and if you're not a value at the low end. I also am not interested in acquiring running backs at the beginning of an offseason who don't have their 2023 role set in stone. Mm-hmm. just doesn't make any sense. If I want Tony Pollard, I can draft whoever I want at the 109 and probably make that deal later, or maybe I have to add a little bit to it once we get closer to the training camp. But I'm willing to do that to avoid the risk of holding, holding on to Tony Pollard, who's franchise tagged at the moment, coming off an injury. I know Jerry Jones wants to make a splash move and draft B. John Robinson. So why am I giving him my 109 for a guy that I don't even know what his role exactly looks like in 2023? Why am I giving risk to my team like that? Sure, you got to make some risk to, you know, you got to take some risk to win some champions. Got to take some risks to win some championships. Woo, that was a rough one. Let's get to get the biscuit. Yeah, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. But with running backs in the offseason, we've seen this this happen way too many times where somebody gets drafted in, there's just some random free agent, somebody gets cut or something like that. There's a trade. Just I, I like to stay away from risk as well. Well, then here's what I'm going to do. You guys changed my mind. I'm going to take the 109 and trade back to the 112 and get Miles Sanders and pick up some extra draft capital. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because you know Miles Sanders' role in 2023. Yeah, so you guys have swayed me. I'm going to also sell Tony Pollard now. So there you go. You guys want to hear from Dan quick? I'd love to. Absolutely. Rewinders, welcome to the offseason. It's your boy Dan here at the B-League says telling you to be at underdog.com right now for your 2023 best ball drafts. 2023 rookies have already been added. I'm here to help you along the way. We're going to give you a promo code Rewind. All caps for 100% match deposit. Up to $100. Come and join me in some drafts. Let's have some fun this offseason. Yes. Let's go have some fun with Dan this offseason. You know what to do. I'll mention it again later. We got two more here. Josh Jacobs. Oh, want to try that again? Franchise tagged. That's What? You want to try that again, Robot Mike? Did I cut out? Josh Jacobs is what I heard. Oh, did I cut out a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Am I good now? I think so. Mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs, he was franchise tagged. That is his role for 2023. So he's, uh, would you buy or sell Josh Jacobs for the 104 in Superflex? And per DLF's rookie ADP, players available at the 104 in Superflex are Anthony Richardson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Jameer Gibbs. Nate, you hate running backs <laughs> as it is. And here's another franchise tag guy. What are you going to do? Yeah, at the 104. I'm probably going to take the 104. You know, I, I'm I'm probably going to sell Josh Jacobs for the 104. But see, I think this is a team-dependent answer. And I think when we get to the running backs, it's always a team-dependent answer because if you're rebuilding, running backs aren't doing you any favors. So if you're rebuilding, I would much rather have the 104 than Josh Jacobs. But if I'm a contending team, I'd much rather have Josh Jacobs because the points that he's going to be able to get my team are are much more valuable than the points that JSN or Jameer Gibbs might get me my team two or three years from now. I think those guys do hit pretty quickly, but I think Josh Jacobs, he's still a young running back. He's a guy that somebody's about to invest uh, pretty heavily into. I think the Raiders will resign him to a long-term deal before the end of the offseason. So I think we're going to see Josh Jacobs another three, four years of premium production out of. So I will take Josh Jacobs if I'm a contending team, if I'm a rebuilding team, though. I am looking to move off of Jake, Josh Jacobs, and I think you can get the 104 for him, get Jameer Gibbs, get younger at the running back position or go after JSN or a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. 
I'm doing the same thing. Moving on. At 104, Josh Jacobs probably isn't going to help you for the reasons you said. But these other guys will. Chev, agree, disagree? Same boat. You know, jo- the, the running back landscape to me is so murky right now. There's a bunch of guys that just tore their ACL. There's a bunch of guys that are getting older. Like, it's running backs are going to look super weird in the next few years. You're going to be seeing a lot less of these bigger name guys, in my opinion. I'm fine with getting the 104 for Jacobs. I think that's good value, especially you can get, I mean, who knows? You get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud somehow falls or even JSN. I don't know if I take Jameer Gibbs that quickly, but with those guys on the board, but yeah, I, I would sell him for the 104 for sure. All right, so we're all moving on from Josh Jacobs. So we have one last one, one last running back. Would you buy or sell Saquon Barkley, the franchise tag Saquon Barkley, for the 102 in Superflex and for DLF's rookie ADP? Players available at the 102 in Superflex are C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Jameer Gibbs. Again, so we see you know, Jameer Gibbs' values between the 102 and 104. Um, you know what? For me, again, if you traded – for this pick and you won the championship, you know, and you have the 112, but also this pick, I'm going to take Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to run it back. If you have the 102 because you rightfully earned it, I'm going to take the pick. So again, this is team dependent. You guys are right. This running back situation is murky. Running backs are team dependent. But if you're in need of a running back and you have a bad team, Saquon Barkley is not going to help you. You want to take the young guy. You want to build around him. Nate, yay or nay? Yeah, completely agree. You know, if you're a contending team, I think Barkley is the pickup here. Um, I think there is an opportunity to, as a contending team, still want the 102, though. Um, You know, it's going to depend on your position. If you're already good at running back, you know, you're going to be picking up a really good wide receiver. You're going to be picking up a really good quarterback. Um, You know, that's going to be a valuable, maybe more valuable to your team than Saquon Barkley. If you're already pretty set at running back, you know, I think it's better for your overall lineup. But it's, it's really hard to not take a player like Saquon Barkley who's going to score a lot of points for your team. Um, but if you're rebuilding, yeah, we're moving off the running backs like we like, like we said. Chev, bring yeah, it I home. Mean, I love what I saw from Saquon Barkley this last year. You look great. But it's been a while since we've seen that Saquon Barkley because of injury, and that really does worry me. Not that I'm saying it's going to happen. I think he's still going to be dominant, but – the 102, if you can get a quarterback in super flex that is going to put up way more points than a running back, I think you have to do it. I think it's just time. If he does great, what do you do? But if he doesn't, if he gets injured again, you're looking pretty sweet taking that 102. Yeah, I mean, 1,300 yards. 2021 was 593. 2020 was 34. You guys know he got hurt early. So, I mean, last time he had 1,300 yards was his rookie season in 2018. Crazy. It has been a while since we saw this Saquon Barkley. He plays very physically. So, I don't know. I'm happy to move on. I'm happy to get him if I'm a contending team. So, that is going to do it for us tonight, everybody. We thank you for tuning in. Again, hit us with a five-star review on Apple. Makes me really happy. I check that stuff way too often. Check out Spreadshop, our new merch store. The link is down below. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. We got three tiers, three different ways to support us. 10% discount if you sign up for a year. We got plenty of room in there for you. Uh, don't forget about SeatGeek. Don't forget about Underdog. Why can I not remember Underdog today? Dan just talked about it. And most importantly, don't forget about my awesome co-host, Chevin Nooney and Nate Christian. So until next time, everybody, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.